Running a pet business is no walk in the park. I've been there, done that, and sure have the campfire stories to prove it. That's why Pet Boss Nation created Camp Pet Boss, where you can relax at a beautiful lake, refuel your leadership confidence with our in-person activities, and reignite your passion for the pet business of your dreams with your pet industry peers and trusted experts. Camp Pet Boss is a one-of-a-kind business retreat that mixes conference learning sessions and camp-like activities for pet professionals and their dogs. When was the last time that you got away from your business, unplugged from the chaos, and reconnected with your inner entrepreneurial spirit? And I hope that you heard me, that your furry best friend could be there too. Get ready for the most amazing and unique in-person adventure for pet business owners and their dogs, happening this summer in Lake Delton, Wisconsin, August 27th through the 30th of 2024. Tickets will sell out, and one building is already booked solid, So I want you to hit pause on this podcast and visit camppetboss.com right now to make sure that you have a room reserved. Your ticket price includes all food, lodging, and seminars. Need another reason to secure your ticket early? How about a massive discount of savings of $850 off your ticket? That's right. Early bird pricing is happening right now, but not for much longer. And I can't wait to hang out with you at camp this summer and share all those juicy pet boss stories around the campfire. For the last four months, my team and I have been preparing for me to take a maternity leave. In this episode, hear all the details of what's happening right now at Pet Boss Nation, how we prepared to get here, and why you should do all, all, all 13 of these things. Because when you do, you'll see true freedom in your business and get your life back, even if you're not having a baby. Welcome to the Boss Your Business Podcast, the show for the local pet business owner. If you have a physical building, carry inventory, have a team, or dream of having one someday, then this podcast is for you. You'll hear honest conversations from pet pros work in the streets of Main Street, where dog business is big business. I'm your show host, Candice Daniolo, the founder of Pet Boss Nation and a pet business coach. I've started, scaled, and sold three successful pet businesses, and now help mentor thousands of pet professionals to see success faster together. I'm sharing my favorite business tips with you, mixed with the latest secrets of what's working now, especially in this challenging world. So if you're a pet supply store, grooming salon, dog daycare, boarding facility, pet sitter, dog trainer, or really anyone covered in fur, let's get started. If all things have gone to plan, I should be a new mom right now. This episode is dropping on February 19th, and I just had my first baby boy on Valentine's Day. That's right. Baby Carmine is officially here. And if he was born on Valentine's Day, we're naming him Carmine Valentino Palermo. Quite the Italian name. Goes perfect with Candace Daniolo, right? Our families have been in the U.S. for generations, so we're definitely American mutts, my husband and I, but we still love our Italian heritage. I'm recording this episode before I actually go on to maternity leave, so I'm not quite a mama yet, at least not in the sense of human children. My furry canine kids have been my life for a very long time, and I know that motherhood looks differently for all of us. 
This for me is a very exciting time because I've always wanted to be a mom. I mean, gosh, ever since I was little, I've come from a big family. I just thought it was always going to happen sooner for me and it never did. And I really kind of just thought it was never going to happen. Fortunately, tides change and you put a little attention in other places sometimes and things can happen. But I know that it doesn't always happen for everybody. So there might be some of you that are listening that you haven't been able to have children, or maybe you've had to say goodbye and lost your children. My thoughts are with you. I know that that is one of the most challenging things to have to give up, if not the most challenging, especially with loss. But I want you to know, and all of us to know here that we can find happiness in many, many different areas of our life. Motherhood definitely does not define who we are. It's just a piece of our life and motherhood can look very differently for everybody. And it's not for everyone either. And that's a-okay. So speaking though, of what defines us, Pet Boss Nation, our clients, the pet industry as a whole, our communities online, they have been my identity for so long, forever. (laughs) And I am going to be stepping away for the first time in a long time for a long period of time. I think the longest I ever truly stepped away was maybe about three or four weeks when I took a vacation to Africa. And now with this maternity leave, I'm going to really try to pull away for at least 45 days, maybe 60. We'll see how that goes. I've been able to get our business operationally ready to roll for a four month absence if I needed to step away for that long. Now, you guys know me, I'm not going to be able to actually not work for that long. So I have a maternity project list that has already been started. And I'm sure I will find time in between feedings or in between nap times to start working on things that are maybe bigger visions or think projects I've always wanted to get done or things that I've just never had time to get done, but they don't relate to the operations of the business. So it's kind of funny though, to think though, that I don't know. This is going to be a whole new role for me. Can I actually handle stepping away? Can I handle not checking our Facebook groups? Can I handle not knowing what's going on? I mean, I don't know that I need to disappear in that sense so much, but I just know that this is such a short amount of time that I'll have with baby Carmine as a new baby. I know it's going to be overwhelming and I'm sure stressful at times. So I want to be very, very present, but this new identity and forming my new mom identity might be really hard for me. We'll see. I suppose I'll have to record that episode later when I come back to work, the work-life balance of a self-employed mom. We'll save that for a future episode. And back in episode 46, where I interviewed Kayla Peepkow of Doc's Design about how she prepared for her maternity leave, I told you that I'd be sharing more with you about what our company's preparation was going to look like. And so that's where the topic for this episode has come up. I also know that whether you're having a baby or not, that episode, which is titled Your Guide to Take a Month Off or More in Your Pet Business, and what I'm sharing with you today will help you build a better business overall, a stronger business, a business that develops leaders within your organization and allows you to get your life back so that, yeah, if you want to take a week off, two weeks off, a month off, 45 days, 60 days, if you just want to work one day a week, The things I'm going to share in this episode will help you get there. These tips will be great, even if you don't need to take time off immediately, but you want to begin working less 
in your business. The work you do now in these areas will help you turn that daily grind into doing more of what you love. And some of these things will still be of value to you and easy to implement, even if you have to abruptly step away from the business, like in the case of an emergency, an accident, or an illness, and you don't have as much time to prepare. Let's start with the things that we've implemented that would be great for you when you have the extra time to prepare, like I did for the last four months. I know I had nine months. (laughs) I knew this baby would be coming, but we didn't really start until October. First, I'm going to share some things that just take more time to get ahead. You're going to have to block out time and plan some time to get these things rolling. And then I'll share the things that can kind of happen last minute, even if you have to leave for an emergency. The first thing that I did was to start an oh crap journal. (laughs) Now, this isn't necessarily have to be called an oh crap journal for yourself, but it's a journal, a notebook. You You could use your notes app if you wanted to. And it's a special book just for me that I've been carrying around with me for the last four months that I write down things in that only I handle. So it's the, oh crap, I'm the only person in my company who knows how to do this task. Or, oh crap, I'm the only person in my company who is responsible for this task. Not that you're the only one that knows how to do it, but responsible for it. Or the, oh crap, I haven't delegated this to anybody yet. Or, oh crap, I have to get this done before I have to take this time off. So (laughs) this journal has been with me and we've been working our way through it with the team to ensure that hopefully by the time that I take my maternity leave, the oh crap journal is resolved. The second thing that we've done is we defined a lot of job descriptions Previously, we had some job descriptions, not for every role, but we've gotten much more clear on specifically who does what and giving them their job descriptions. Some people, even since they've gotten their job descriptions in the past, were ready for promotions or ready for new responsibilities. And so we've had to refine their job description. Some people, as we've gotten to know them, have different skills and strengths that we should be enhancing more than maybe their original role was defined for them in. And so they've had to have some shifts. So stepping away from the business with the team that's there to support the business while I'm gone, knowing exactly what my expectation is of them in their role is essential because then they will know what's expected of them, how they're going to be measured so that they aren't worrying if they're doing their job well or not, they have the roadmap to ensure that certain tasks and things are getting handled. Part of the clarity that we needed as a company as well was the third thing that we were working on. And that was developing our SOPs. That's your standard operating procedures. Okay. SOPs are just really a list, a documented list of the tasks the steps, maybe sometimes some pointers, some instructions on how different pieces of your business are executed. You can keep it simple, like developing this list in Google Docs. You can expand on these SOPs and make short videos by using a platform like Tango that screen records your entire process. If you were wanting to teach someone how to use a software, it will go through and screen record all of that and take pictures of it and turn it into a PDF that you can edit and type right into. It's a really cool tool. 
You could use your phone to record short little videos and upload them to a platform like Searchy or YouTube to give you a link that you can connect into your Google Doc so that people could watch a video if they needed further instruction from your list. Personally, I like developing Google Docs for almost everything and linking them together where necessary and sorting them and organizing them in Google Drive folders. Then when you want to utilize like a project planning platform or software like Trello or Monday or Airtable in those tasks that help your team stay on top of things, you could link back to their instruction manuals. Developing your SOPs can be a very lengthy process, but if you just start somewhere, that's a start, right? It'll get you going. And as you're working through things, it will help you identify what other SOPs might be missing. So what was interesting is as I was reviewing my oh crap journal, and as we were building our job descriptions, that really clarified for us where we had missing SOPs and what questions the team still had to be able to execute my vision fully on their own. So I encourage you to develop your SOPs. These SOPs might be how you book a grooming appointment, how you refund merchandise, how you run, ring up a gift certificate, how you handle a bad review, how you do a job posting, how you have a 30 day check-in with a team member, how you pack one of your online order shipments. I mean, you could have an SOP for even cleaning the bathroom. The fourth thing that we did was we reviewed our services and like what we offered, because some of the things that we do may not be available to happen anymore. Like working one-on-one with me, we, I can't do that while I'm on maternity leave. So we've come up with a referral list of where the team can direct people to go should certain questions come up. So maybe you have something like that as well, that maybe a service can't be provided or just something can't be fulfilled. So you'll want to review that. The fifth thing we dug into was giving clarity for each person in their role on what they need to do daily, weekly, and monthly. We could go further even into quarterly and yearly, and maybe we will do that. But right now we've gotten into at least the daily, weekly, and monthly tasks. All of us, I know you are, I know I am, and I know my team is, we are inundated with tasks and things that we are all responsible for doing just to maintain the business. But then also all the influx of incoming questions and inquiries from customers, whether it's on social media, through the email inboxes, the phones ringing, or even, you know, just their personal life interrupting their work life. We all have a lot being thrown at us. And so breaking down exactly what that role in your company needs to be doing daily, weekly, and monthly will help your team member stay on track and focused for when they get distracted or when they get pulled in a different direction, or when something is just taking too much time and they, their whole week got filled in, into one other project and now they're behind. This list or spreadsheet or checklist will give them direction and clarity while you're gone on exactly what they should be doing and how to stay on top of it. The sixth thing that we did was we got some extra support. You know, I'm the face of the company. I'm the main content creator. I support in a coaching and mentorship role for for all our clients. And so for me to take time off, I just didn't want that experience to change for our members. So we rolled out our pep boss all-stars, which you've heard about and you had a chance to meet a bunch of them on previous episodes. 
They're going to be stepping up into leadership roles within the Pet Boss Club and helping answer questions of fellow club members, as well as sharing what they're working on. I also reached out to friends that I knew that are experts in their field, like Keith Miller, Brian Taylor, Sarah Williams, and Colin and Megan Funkhauser. They're all coming in to do guest trainings and live Q&As and also hang out in our Facebook group. I knew I couldn't do this alone. I knew my team couldn't do this alone. So we had to get support. So how would this relate to your business? Where would you need to find extra support? Maybe right now it's just looking at your network, your peer group in your area who does the same work that you do. Almost, I want to say your competitor, maybe not so much a competitor competitor, but can you find your, your crew, your team, your referral friends, people you can trust to step in and help you out when you need some time off? Maybe it's friends and family. Maybe it's hiring more people. What does getting more support look like for you? The seventh thing that we did was just thinking ahead, planning ahead, getting ahead on as much as we could. So that meant our content that we were creating, like thinking about what YouTube videos were going to be coming out, what podcast episodes would we do? What are we going to talk about on the blog and in our email newsletter? What topics could we um, post on our social media? What are the topics and the themes for the Pet Boss Club members? What are we doing at Global Pet Expo, if anything? What are we doing? How are we going to be preparing for Super Zoo? When are we going to open the club again? What products are we rolling out, you know, after I come back? We got ahead, not just on the content, but on what we sell. We got ahead on a high level. Some of it, we got into the details, but we got ahead as much as we could. And this feels so good. It feels so good to know that, gosh, we have all the content figured out for our Pet Boss Club members for four months. That's amazing. That's going to be one of the other behind the scenes projects I work on while I'm on maternity leave is getting everything ahead for when I return. (laughs) But I'll work on that when I need to work on that. We also listed out every month while I was during, you know, during this planning phase of preparing to take a maternity leave, I listed out every month and we prioritized the things that we knew we should be working on in those months so that it wasn't just one long list of all the things we needed to get done. Cause that would have been overwhelming. We prioritized that list and moved things throughout those four months, October, November, December, and January to know when we should spend time on each of the things so that it didn't get overwhelming. The eighth thing relates to all that content. So now we had planned all the content as far as the ideas and themes and concepts, but now we had to batch content. So we would sit and batch record podcasts. We sat and batch recorded some YouTube videos. We would sit and write out multiple social media posts. We would sit and write out multiple content pieces for the Pet Boss Club. So all that stuff I just talked to you about getting ahead on we then began batching. So all batching means is that we are going to block out a longer amount of time on our calendar. We're removing distractions and we sat down and created multiple pieces of our content at once. So that might be sitting down and recording three podcast episodes, popping up the video camera and recording three YouTube videos. Maybe it's sitting down and recording five reels all at once. 
So you, you make your time more efficient in the moment and you get ahead. And those examples, recording three podcasts and one sit down, that would give me three weeks worth of podcasts. I wouldn't have to record any more episodes for three weeks. Feels nice to get ahead. And you can do that when you batch content. The ninth thing that we did, which was actually just so amazing, and I'm so glad we did this, was that we set up recurring regular weekly meetings, not always with the whole team, but for me, it was a weekly meeting with my operations manager, Yolanta. So every week we had two hours, usually on a Monday or Tuesday. And even if that day got busy and we couldn't make it, needed to get rescheduled, we still rescheduled it for that week later in the week. And then we still met again on that Monday, even if that meeting ended up happening on a Thursday or Friday from the week before, we always had something to talk about. In these regular meetings, we would work through my, oh crap journal. (laughs) That's right. We would go, I would go and look through that and pull out things I knew I wanted to cover with her. And what was also really brilliant is that we would use the time to develop some of those SOPs. So there you have it. Nine things that you could do to help yourself begin to work less in your business and free up some of your time. And that is the oh crap journal, defining your job descriptions, developing your SOPs, reviewing services that you may not be able to handle any longer because of your absence, giving clarity on a daily, weekly, and monthly list for your team on their tasks getting support that you need in all the different areas, whatever that looks like for your business, getting ahead with planning, whether that's to-dos or content, different tasks, events, and then batching that content that you have to create, batching your workload to be more efficient, and then having regular team meetings with the people who are closest to you, who can help you get the work done. Now there's four more things that I want to share with you (laughs) that we also have done that you can do even in the case of an emergency or if you have to leave your business abruptly. Number 10 of our list here is that we are repurposing content. Okay. Repurposing is different than batching. Batching is where you're going to sit down, you're batch writing social posts, you're batch writing emails, you know, whatever that is, You're, you're blocking that time out to get a bunch of things done on your list that all relate to the same thing. Repurposing content though, this is where you are going to take something like an email newsletter and break it up into seven social media posts. Maybe you have a podcast on feeding your dog naturally, and you could take that audio podcast file, get it transcribed and turned it into a blog. Well, then you can pull out quotes or bullet points or steps or stories from that blog post and turn them into multiple social media posts. Then you could grab your phone and record some vertical video of you, you know, dancing to a trending song and pointing to the screen and, or the air, I guess, and throwing up those bullet points from that blog post onto the reel. So now you have your podcast, you have your blog, you have social posts, multiple social posts, you've got some vertical video, and you know what? You could even tie a lot of that into an email newsletter. That is taking one piece of content to your podcast and repurposing it in lots of other places. 
So now, even though I feel like I've gotten ahead a lot for a maternity leave, I know I have not created all the content that they're going to need for those four months. So my team is going to have to be stepping in and taking old content, maybe old podcasts, old blogs, old things we've done and coming up with new ways to repurpose them so they feel fresh and exciting. The 11th thing that we are doing and that I would want you to do, especially in an emergency, is identify who is your key point person for all the communication flow, the flow that's coming inbound from the team and inbound from your customers or inbound from your vendors. They're the gatekeeper of that communication so that all those people are not coming right at you. Okay. And then you can meet with this point person one or two times a week, or maybe even daily for short little mini meetings. If your business demands it that way, they can bring anything important to your attention. They can tell you what decisions that they've made. They can get your decision on something, and then they can follow up with that specific customer or team member. That way you can be really present with where you need to be in that situation. That's what Yolanta and I plan to do is that all our team knows that they need to be emailing her. They have meetings with her. They're checking in with her. And then I will schedule a weekly meeting with Yolanta to help answer any questions that she might have. The 12th thing is that somebody needs to have access to paying bills, have access to a company credit card, or at least have the ability to log into your phone or emails, uh, you know, get into your accounts because the business can't just completely come to a halt. So this might be a manager, maybe it's your spouse or a significant other, maybe it's a family member or even a friend, but somebody needs to be appointed and given access to the things that maybe only you have access to. And the last number 13 thing is that you do need to have somebody who's a primary decision maker. It's as simple as that. If anything, somebody on your team is now the next person up to make a decision. And this person needs to know that they need to handle things before they get out of control. As we've all know, as entrepreneurs and business owners is that the longer we don't deal with something, the worse it can get. And we tend to let things go too long because we're so busy with other things, but that's a bad habit. And if you're still sitting in that place, I want you to break that habit for yourself and just become a decision maker and make those decisions quickly. Because this person who is now going to be having to help you make those decisions because you may not be able to because of whatever situation that's abruptly taking you away, or maybe you don't want to be bothered with the business at this time because you need to be present with where you're at. Somebody at your company has to be able to make decisions. Who is that person going to be for you? So those last four things are repurposing content, having a point person for all communication flow that you meet with instead of taking all the inbound communication coming from everybody. Somebody needs to have access to paying your bills and credit cards and getting into anything that you might be the only one who has access to. And then number 13 is having a primary decision maker on your side. All of these things, all of these things, all of these things, (laughs) or that again, all of these things. I mean, there are 13 things, but they're going to help you step away. They're actually going to help you not be chained to your business anymore. They take an insane amount of time to get organized and to actually work your way through each of these things, but it is possible. And even if it's 
not perfect progress. It's still progress. Even if it's messy progress, it's still progress. Even if it's slow progress, it's still progress. I mean, for us, it took us four months to get where we are now. And is it perfect? No, it's not perfect, but it's given us an awesome foundation for me to feel confident to be able to take time off and a foundation that we can keep building off of. I want that same thing for you too. If you loved this episode and you really want to go down the rabbit hole of systems and delegations and automations for your business, then you're going to love these two books. One is called Clockwork, Design Your Business to Run Itself by Mike Michalowicz. The other one is Buy Back Your Time by Dan Martell. They're amazing. Both of these books. Get them. All right. Fingers crossed. All goes well for my maternity leave, which I'm confident it will. And that we wrapped everything up in that oh crap journal. And even if it doesn't go well for me or for you, please know this. Everything is figure outable, right? Decisions can be fixed. Decisions can be reversed. Decisions can be saved. If somebody makes a decision that wasn't you, it is okay. And also know that you've built this company once. You can always build it again. But odds are that you'll realize how much you're inserting yourself into the things of the business that you don't need to be doing anymore. And you'll realize how amazing and capable your team is without you. That's been a huge realization for me too. Now I've batch recorded some podcast episodes for you. So you'll continue to hear me in the coming weeks, even though I'm spending so much precious time with my baby Carmine, but you'll also be entertained in the coming weeks by our team and some guests so that we can continue to share a brand new podcast episode with you every single week on Boss Your Business, the Pet Boss Podcast. So make sure you're subscribed to the show so that you don't miss a beat. Thanks, friends. I cannot wait for you to meet baby Carmine. Guys, I'm just so honored that you are tuning into this podcast. And did you know that we've already reached the top 3% of all podcasts across the globe? It's amazing. We're climbing the charts because of our awesome listeners like you. I know there's still pet professionals out there who need to hear all of our doggone good tips shared on this show. Can you help us find them? Now, how you do that is that when you click to follow the podcast or the more you download different episodes, or if you choose to leave us a review, those things will help the podcast get pushed out into the world so that more people who need to hear this will find it. Thanks so much for your support. And until we talk next week, Stay focused, stay motivated, and go boss your business.